This is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 game. the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And welcome to Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees, our final edition of Primetime Sports. John Dinkins, along with uh, Brian Barrett, Clark Blair, and Rod Edwards. And guys, you know, it's kind of a sad day that we're going to be, you know, this is going to be it. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we couldn't have any cookies because of COVID or anything and couldn't have a little party or anything like that. Yeah, it hurts my feelings, but hey, what a better way to end the show. You know, we start way back in August, school gets started, football season gets started, and y'all got to end it where we like to end it, of course, which is in Cookville, hopefully back in Murfreesboro soon, but in Cookville with a Rutherford County team bringing home the trophy. You already brought up a controversial issue, whether we're going to have it back in Murfreesboro or not. That's a that's a good question. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think about that, but uh, we'll talk about that just a little bit later on as well. Uh, we've, we're going to talk about 2020, thank goodness. It's about over. And we're going to talk about um, next year. We're going to talk about Oakland's win, of course, and um, much more as we continue here. Rod, are you there? I am here. Okay. All right. So a lot of discussion to come here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Teams. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. If you're thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom, come see us at Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne is a family-owned business, and we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne, with you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I am Heather Guerin. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. We're at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard talking with Stacy Potts Orfis. And if it's on, under, or inside of a vehicle, they can work on it. We do anything from small engine repairs to installing engines and transmissions. Still even just your simple everyday things like oil changes, brakes, all suspension work, anything related to drivability concerns, emissions testing. Plus tires and alignment at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard near the county school board office. 867-6622. 
your home, your auto. Together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. And you can bet they'll be there to capture memories from sports games, school concerts, graduations, proms, choir events, and more. If it's a school event, Loveless is probably there. And your photos can be viewed and purchased at lovelessphotography.com. They've got lots of galleries, so spend some time discovering at lovelessphotography.com. 615-890-1558. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Back with you here on the Primetime Sports. And, of course, this is presented by friends at Ideas Tees who've been with us for many, many, many years. And, uh, Brian, they always have some deals for us. Most certainly they do. Uh, they're uh, closed up here just a little bit to get through some COVID uh, situations here, but they'll be opened up right before Christmas, and that's the best place to get your Christmas items, of course, over at Raider Tees. They are the official MTSU. Uh, they've got official MTSU gear there at Raider Tees where you can shop for that Blue Raider fan on your list. So be sure to stop in and visit with them at 910 Ridgely Road. They're just off Broad Street between uh, Chewy's and Chili's. Turn there on Ridgely, and you can't miss it back there. They can also help you with uh, school and workplace uh, gear, specialty items, you name it. They can help you out with all of that at Ideas Tees. They are also the official TSSAA merchandise source. They were very busy, John, at the football championships, which I know we're going to talk a lot about, but they've been doing that for many, many years and making those uh events very special you know the teams get these hats and they wear the hats and the pictures right after and uh ideas does all of that makes it really special for those guys yeah they've uh and when we get into this uh uh football uh and talking about it ideas tees they do spring sports as well they're always there for you doing a good job and um that's why i missed spring sports last year i missed that state tournament um all the merchandise that they have all right, uh, we're going to talk about Oakland and their big win. And uh, we're, we're, of course, it's been a while now, but I still think we need to address it just a little bit. And, and, and kudos to Kevin Creasy and the Oakland Patriots. Rod? Well, uh, you're right. Kudos. Uh, you know, they beat Maribel pretty bad. You thought, well, are they going to be complacent? But they play, probably play their best half of football all year long in that first half, 42 points. Uh, 300 and some odd yards total offense and just a half. And I mean, started out with a bang and before you knew it, it was over with. Yeah, the ease to which they won these two games, the Maribel game and uh, in the state championship. Did that surprise you a little bit, uh, Clark, the, the ease to which they won those games? Well, honestly, no. Uh, I think we've seen it continually build all year long. Uh, we kept waiting for a team to rise up and really challenge them. And, you know, you see, you know, Oakland score, Brentwood score, you think, okay, all right, maybe we're going to have a ball game here. And then 
same it's like I'm repeating myself every week, same thing. The speed gets to Brentwood. They start making some mistakes. Uh, field position gets to Brentwood in Oakland's favor. They make some turnovers. And then it was like you blink, and the game was over, and you felt like all that uh, Oakland and Coach Creasy were doing was what can we do to keep the clock running. And, I mean, that's the way the whole season to me kind of played out with every game they had. So, you know, I don't – they talked about – I saw in the newspaper the day about Oakland being a dynasty. I don't know if I want to use that yet, but they are definitely on the road to being that because I don't see anybody in our state challenging them at this point. You know, the, the Maribel, uh, maybe, you know, we'll look again down the road uh, next year. But the way things went this year, Oakland just kind of did their thing every single game, which – is another credit to Coach Creasy and his program, what they're doing. So, And you know they've got a lot of kids coming back, which is kind of scary when you look at all the players that they've got coming back next year uh, just starting in the backfield. And uh, so great season, and they're looking good for next season. Yeah, it's kind of – Brian, it's kind of a good thing that you can count on two running backs back there to come back next year and just you've got to find somebody to hand off the ball to. Yeah, and I, I think uh, Levinsky's, I guess at this point, maybe the, uh, the the quarterback of the future. But Oakland has so many pieces left to put back in there. And, you know, I, I think of some guys like uh, the Thorpe, who has gotten a few play, you know, had a few runs, uh, Khalil James. I mean, they, they, they definitely have several more weapons back there as well. So uh, what, what Coach Creasy has done is built a program a program that year in and year out is is competing. I mean, they've lost two games in three years and won stu- two state titles and got to a semifinal. That that's just the last three years. He's uh, eighty one and six in uh, his uh, years since twenty fifteen at Oakland. I mean, the, what they've been able to do is amazing. Haven't lost a district game or a region game, um, and I, I don't I don't know who's going to challenge. Um, walking away from the game a couple of thoughts i had rod on that on it was um I, I it's hard to tell how tough our region is until you start going through the playoffs oakland's closest game was warren county at warren county uh they played riverdale twice and i'm not so sure if riverdale was not as good or better than maryville and brentwood so you know, it's a tough region for sure. And this year, I, I, I think the region answered the, the bell and, and the bar. Yeah, I would agree totally that I think Riverdale was better than Maryville this year. <clears throat> I think it would be 50-50 with Brentwood, the reason being the quarterback. Uh, they did burn Oakland a, a few times. With, uh, the Glasno to uh, Walton, 164 yards, to be a very good receiver. That Oakland shut down the running game totally, so it made them one-dimensional. And you know, and you know, there's so many talking about you know James and Patterson, which is outstanding. But you know, a guy that we don't even talk about that had two key plays was the quarterback Schlachter. They had slowed things down, looked like they were, you know, they got about 30, 35 yard line. They were going to be held there, and then and twice in the first half, and then in the second half, he got a long run in, which I haven't seen all year out of him down into inside the red zone that kind of set things up in the right end and scored. You know, he thought, well, Brentwood, at times Brentwood looked kind of tough, but then they, then Oakland would come with some big play and it just blew it away again. 
And uh, it, I, one thing, especially, you know, five, four years ago, uh, Oakland was so excited beating Maryville that they ended up getting upset, I thought, against Whitehaven. But since then, they've even played better in the championship game than they did in the game against Maryville uh, two years ago and this year. I think they feed off that, honestly, right. because I, I think if you probably ask Kevin Creasy about that, he, he would maybe say that that's maybe one that got away. Um, you know, and, and give Whitehaven kudos, but we were there, John was there broadcasting that game. You kind of walked away from that one, Rod, feeling like I think Oakland was the better team. Yes, and, and should have won, but it just – it was almost like they got complacent. They had a lead, and uh, then things all of a sudden the momentum changed. And sometimes when the momentum changes, you can't get it back. And that's kind of what they ran into. And they had, they had a couple of outstanding plays. That one uh, long pass caught about the five-yard line. The kid dove all of a sudden and caught it. When they had the quarterback, couldn't get anything to anybody. He was throwing it everywhere, not even close to receivers. And it kind of shocked you. Uh, but um, they haven't uh, let it – not give it their best shot since then. And uh, that's one thing to be commended because it is hard to get kids once you have the big game, which beginning of the year, like Jordan James said, all they heard about was Maryville. He didn't hear about anybody else here. When he heard about the players talking, they're talking about Maryville. So when you beat that one, to be able to come right back to the next one uh, is an outstanding job of keeping the kids focused and on the right things that they should be on. And, Clark, they have kind of become the prototype of how to get a high school football team uh, winning. And uh, Oakland's doing that. I think Riverdale's on its way doing that as well. And, uh, you know, that's the pattern that you want to try to to copy, really. Well, a couple of things we've talked about over the years and into this year is, number one, they're playing upwards of 14 and 15 games a year. Most of those games they're winning by pretty large margins which means he's going to play a lot of people. We talk about how his practices are probably more competitive than some of his games are during the season. And so the, the building of players from freshmen to sophomores to juniors to seniors, there's not usually much of a drop-off because of that competition. And then you talk about the Maryville being your stumbling block. But we also just got through saying a few minutes ago, Riverdale could arguably be the second-best team in the state and Oakland beat them pretty well both times, which shows you, again, that gap that we're seeing Oakland create in that, and that it continues just that process again of kids at the middle school we've talked about wanting to play football for Oakland to get on that field, and that it's a process as long as you can keep the ball rolling, which Kevin's doing. You know, you don't see an end in sight until somebody steps up, but to step up, you've got to reach such a level you got to have that special team or, as Warren County did this year, that one special player that puts you in the possibility of beating an Oakland. Yeah, but I, 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 looking at that, I think Will Kreisky knew that he had a special team this year at Riverdale, uh, and, and, and even Coach Creasy talked about it. You know, and and seeing those guys come up, and uh, but it but it is a, a different level. And when you look at Oakland now. Oakland has won more state titles than anybody else. I'm sure that doesn't feel too good at Riverdale because they held that for so very long. But look at what they were able to do in the 90s and 2000s. And could could this be the start of that dynasty, 
you know, that Cecil wrote about in, in the paper. Um, because that's how they start. Because if, if you can play football, Clark, where do you want to go right now? If you can play, you know, and, and people move into areas. We saw that happen at Riverdale back in the day, and that's that's happening at Oakland High School right now. Well, you're right. And like I said, if, if there's a kid coming into Rutherford County and they think mom and dad, where they want to put him, and he's an athlete and he's a football player, you know, parents shop. Parents are shopping schools. Parents are shopping communities and neighborhoods. And, yes, why would you not want to be in the Oakland zone? Good schools, good athletics, good place to live in Rutherford County. So, yeah, that's that's a plus for him. And But we talk about dynasties, you know, team up there. I always mention because I have such fond uh, memories of him and a good relationship with him is, you know, Coach Rankin at Alcoa. You know, Oakland could make that kind of run where they're winning – six, seven, eight in a row. And, uh, you know, if he gets to that point, if Kevin stays at Oakland that long, gets to that point, then, yes, he has built a dynasty there. And one thing he's going to get to do here pretty soon is that's Coach's son, you know, and, and I know that that's going to be extra special as well. Um, his his son was the ball boy for the last time uh, in, in this uh, state championship game, and, and I know that he's he's looking forward to uh, to coaching him as well. So that's going to add another dynamic and another layer to, to what Oakland's going to be doing here in the next few years. But, Rod, I think if you look at Oakland, you got to be saying, man, the <laughs> – they have so many pieces coming back that I think they're going to be heavily favored next year. Not that they won't lose or, 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 or somebody could, could beat them, but I, I think they'll be the undisputed number one until somebody does. Well, you got two of the best offensive players in the state on, you know, coming back, but, uh, James and Patterson. And what I was surprised that 10 out of 11 starters in the championship game uh, were coming back next year. So their defense, which mm-hmm. their defense is, uh, I think, a real big key uh, to their success this year. But going on with what uh, Clark talked about, you know, they're getting the extra games in. There were six teams that repeated this past year in the state of nine or nine tournaments. All three of the private schools won last year. Alcoa was a six P, Trenton Peabody, and two A was a three P. Elizabethan. Uh, in the 4A was a two-peat. So, I mean, that that's how you build dynasties if you keep getting all that extra practices. In two years, you've got an extra year in. And there's one other guy that I want to make sure we mention here that's coming back. He had uh, uh, a heck of a game defensively, and that's Isaiah Horton. He's going to be back for his senior season uh, next year. And so, I mean, that that's another very important cog there in that Oakland offense and defense. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and he had, what, he had two interceptions in the championship game. I really haven't seen much on the interceptions this year, but I mean, it shows what he's been doing, and then the opportunity came. Uh, this, this day, and I tell you what, uh, Coach Creasy just seems to have his kids so well prepared. Uh, I remember saw, saw an article where Horton said that we said we have, uh, we knew what they were going to do, what formation they're going to be in, and they set up and knew what play they're going to run because they said the film so much all week long. Coach Jackson does a good job preparing them. But the problem is with Oakland, <laughs> if you're an opposing coach, just like we saw in the championship game, they scored two touchdowns in 17 seconds. 17. So you can play great, 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 make a mistake. You're you're down 14. That's what happened to Brentwood. 
I mean, score was eighty yard run was the score, kickoff, and then score. So two plays, seventeen seconds, and that's the level you got to try to compete with to play over. In fact, it kind of hurts the defense a little bit because they were on the field so much that uh, they got a little tired in that game because they scored so quickly. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have part two of Primetime Sports, our final edition, here on uh, – brought to you by Ideas T. Stay with us. 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and help you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU Dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Well, our off-air meeting was cut short by the music, so we're going to discuss something here as we come back on Primetime Sports. And I guess we, we, we've 
we've gone through the football season, and now let's take talk a look at the future in basketball. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster ride, I believe, Clark, uh, to try to get these games all in, and um, it's it's kind of a kind of a mess, really, isn't it? It is a mess. You know, I was over at Blackman Tuesday night, but I only got to see the boys play because the girls couldn't play. Saw so a, a good game, which Blackman came out on top over the Riverdale boys. And so I think we'll see a lot of one games, unfortunately. You know, I know uh, Blackman is playing Seagull, which is a big game Friday night. And then Riverdale is hosting Rockville. So, you know, it's Thursday. So you're hoping you get through Friday and nobody closes and nobody has a problem so we can play some games. Well, we did um, had the uh, Rockville Stewart's Creek game uh, on Tuesday here on the radio and um you know i just just looking at the league and the uh, and the games you know it's it's going to be rare to get in a double dip um laverne oakland for tomorrow night by the way has has been postponed they're, they're moving that um oakland girls are looking for a game so i'm assuming that that's it's laverne that that has maybe an issue there um there's just so much of it and trying to keep up with with who's playing and and all, I, I I just think it's going to be very very difficult here, and and I think they have made the right decision to go ahead and just try to play whenever you can play because you know the next game the next day it's not it's not a given, and you want to get those league games in, and this 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 week and next week are are crucial if we can get to the Christmas break and kind of see what happens here, but um I I, I don't know I. I I'm just I'm wondering, Clark, if if our crowds are too big, or are we going to be moving toward not having a crowd, or or parents only, or something like that in the future? Well, the hard part is is going back to the COVID regulations. If one player gets it, you wiped out that whole team, and possibly the opposing team, which now you affected both of those teams' schedules, which is is extremely difficult because we've seen it already happen here in the county. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, I was talking to a couple of the coaches on Saturday. They've got big tournaments coming up next weekend. I mean, they've got Riverdale's hosting a tournament, and so is Blackman. And so there's the other thing. Not much, you know, you can do about it, but you put a lot of time and energy getting teams coming in. So he's got teams coming in from, you know, pretty far away, and they're going to want to know, are we playing or not? We don't want to drive down there and then, Turn around and drive home. So, but you're right, Brian. I think it's literally we're going to wake up today, and can we play today? You got to be ready to play. You got to be ready to be okay not playing. Um, Rod, I, I know that you've you've coached um, for so long, and 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 coaches are such a creature of habit. You know, and and they they want things to be this way and that way. But we, coaches have really had to adapt this year to just kind of going with the flow. And I know we're not talking necessarily football here, but Coach Creasy talked a lot about that. You know, just every game you got in was, was a blessing. And I know football is a lot different than basketball, but I, I think patience is going to have to be the name of the game here for basketball. Yeah, the old adage of you know having your system, doing what you do at a certain time, that's pretty much out the door. I thank God I'm not coaching right now. <laughs> it's almost like a blessing. 
But, you know, so you have to really, I think they need a special credit to the coaches for keeping up a good quality, but yet at the same time navigating through all these this chaos. And you think about it, I think while our TAA is doing a good job of protecting, like you just said, one person gets it, it affects their whole team. So, I mean, we're going above and beyond to protect uh, people from the virus. And even the team that you played last, if it was in that range, that they may be put out. And so that's so much stress for coaches, uh, you know, but I think most of them, they're just happy, like you said, that they can get the game in when they can get it in. You, you begin to appreciate little things. When things get back to normal, they're really going to appreciate coaching again. Well, it's a it's just a weird scenario, and I think it's going to get even weirder when we get into district tournament play. And boy, one case of it could you know it would be very disruptive in district tournament and region play. And uh, uh, I know the TWSWA is trying to do their best to do it. And Brian, if they do that, um, there may be an adjustment just like off the top of your head here we go this is what we're going to do next yeah well i mean the TWSAA has already come out and said uh the tournaments are are going to be played at the higher seed district region um substate which already was um you know so they're they're already taking those steps and that, so that's going to mean the tournament's going to look completely different uh you obviously want to win as many games as you can to host as many games as you can and stay home um i know district seven triple a um from my understanding has has made the determination that if you finish one or two since you would normally get the double buy and and the buy into the region that's 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 going to still be the case and the reason that that's so important this year well what happens if you have a COVID situation pop up during the tournament well uh one and two would move on to the region tournament even despite COVID um and and be able to play in the region the next week so um but we saw it in football, and Clark, I don't, I don't see any difference here. I mean, we're probably going to see it during basketball season. You're going to have a team had a really good year uh, and, and get to tournament play and get hit with this, and and not be able to go on and move move on. Well, and then I was talking to somebody the other day. Another monkey in the process is is uh, middle going to be willing to host? You know, some of these sites aren't necessarily letting people or people come into play. And, you know, they may, TWSAA may be scrambling, trying to figure out how they want to host the state. Do we do it different? Do we just have a championship game in a location or locations that are available? Which, you know, that could change things. But I do know they want to get the games in. They want to get the basketball season done, give kids a chance to compete for that championship. And then the next thing you're looking at, let's go baseball, softball. These guys really need to get that. To, for them not to be to be denied that two years in a row would be just plain disaster. And uh, so we're hoping to get, keep your fingers crossed that it won't get so bad that we we won't be able to play softball and baseball because they got they got cheated of it, you know, last year. Well, I mean, it's go, go ahead, go Rod. Ahead. I said I would I would hate to have kids miss two years in a row. It's been bad, bad enough if they missed the one. Mm-hmm. And you're really going to do damage to a lot of the programs uh, if you can't get two in. Hopefully, we'll get enough vaccine in. And then being outside, thank goodness, this is a little different when you can get outside. 
I think we're beginning to see that as basketball is dealing with it. And then I think another advantage of the uh, other sports, you may have to cut down your, your season, maybe once a week or something in your schedule. Uh, but if we get outside, maybe by then softball, baseball can be two games a week, but I would, I would, I would avoid tournaments unless things have really settled down. Yeah, that's one thing. You know, I, I thought they would do that a little bit more in basketball, kind of avoid tournaments, but that mm-hmm. hasn't seemed to be the case, has it? It makes you makes you worry about it because you, it hits, hits a tournament, then you got a lot of teams that are going to be shut down. Then, and I think it's a good idea thinking about it's like the state tournament, just going towards the state tournament that uh, you play at one site two teams, nobody else there, you know, and, and the top seed. I think that's the only, only practical way right now what it looks like we can go less things do change. Well, I know that there was a uh, Thanksgiving tournament uh, held locally, and, and that at least affected a couple of our local teams. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and uh, Riverdale girls are just coming out of that, supposed to play uh, Rockvale tomorrow. So, you know, and, and when it takes two, two weeks of the season, you know, I, I, to me, the proactive thing that they've done here to make sure the district region and and, and uh, tournaments are are at the higher seed, I, I think that's that's going to help when when we get to that point. But Clark, it's it's going to be a bumpy road getting there with with coin flips and you know if you can at least get one game in at least that's a head-to-head but seating is going to be a nightmare and uh, I think there are going to be some folks that are unhappy and you know um, just like we had in football with that situation with Dobbins Bennett and McBen County which this week just kind of blew up uh, with the the fact that uh, at least an allegation that some things were covered up just to try to get the the team out there to play you know, it's it's going to be a tumultuous ride, we'll just say. It is, but the, the thing about basketball is if you're a team and say you didn't, for some reason, didn't play your game or didn't win a game, you still go to the district tournament. You still have a chance to get through districts and make your way through. So, I mean, worst case scenario, as long as we can get to tournament time and we can keep people healthy during tournament time, you at least feel like, hey, no matter what, if we play 10 games or 20 games, once I get to the tournament, I got a shot. We got a good team. We can make a run, and we can go as far as possible. Because nobody remembers your record once tournament starts. You know, they just don't. So that's the good thing about basketball. Have you guys heard anything about wrestling? Are they having a lot of lot of shutdowns? I noticed Blackman had uh, four wrestling meets in uh, score court, in scoreboard in the in the Murphy Murfreesboro Post, Have you heard anything on those sports? I, I did see some things on the, on Twitter uh, today about you know so and so can't play and, and and you know and participate and you know distance learning has has added a, a different thing in there who can host and and things like that. So there's they're scrambling with all winter sports going on right now. To be honest with you, and. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're just going to have to be very patient. And uh, I told somebody the other day, every every basketball game that we get to broadcast, every basketball game that is is being a uh, that that they can play is 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 going to be a good one. So you know that, that we're just going to have to kind of get through that that way, I guess. All right, we're going to take a timeout, and when we come back, we'll wrap things up. It'll be like uh, I guess we're going to talk about a lot of things like. Pigskin picks, the the uh, 
presentation of the trophy. Um, uh, oh man, I even see it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, after a long 20 something years, we've got a new winner. He used to dominate. Now he's back. I don't think it was 20, but whatever. Uh, it was 20, 20 for sure. Parks <laughs> won it six times. All right. We're going to take a break. Hill. We'll be back with more primetime sports presented by ideas. Teams. This is a paid legal ad. I'm attorney John day. One of our clients was operating a farm tractor when he was rear-ended by a tractor trailer. In an instant, his life was changed forever. We helped him receive a settlement that has given him financial security for the rest of his life. Now each case is different, and we can't promise this type of result for every case. But we can promise that when you hire the law offices of John Day, we'll work hard to help you. If you've been injured, call me at 615-867-9900. People really take notice when you take the time to do something right. That's why Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making their one-of-a-kind pizzas and specialty foods. Sir Pizza is proud to be locally owned and operated, which is why they strive for excellence in everything that they do. They live to see the smiles on the faces of each customer. I'll see you at Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan Franz Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan Franz Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan Franz Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranzconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Jay Mullins Jewelry and Gifts on West Murfield Boulevard. Jeff Mullins is here with me. Jeff, tell me about these silicone wedding bands. The groove bands are made out of silicone that actually are made for that athlete in the family. For people that do lots of activities with their hands and I find that a lot of my customers, they have the nice wedding band that they wear and when they decide they're going to go to the lake or the beach. They put on the groove ring. In fact, I've got one on right now. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts, 352 West Northfield Boulevard. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. For 60 years, Little Caesars has believed that every family has the right to pizza night, which is why our pizza is cooked at 475 degrees, never touched after, and available by non-contact carryout and free delivery. Peace of mind, always. Little Caesars Extra Most Bestest Pizza has extra cheese and the most pepperoni for just six bucks. Only a dummy would pay more for less toppings. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro with four locations. The Extra Most Bestest Pizza for just six bucks at Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. 
And welcome back to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. And Brian, I do want to say thanks uh, to Ideas Tees for being a sponsor again for another year. And uh, we couldn't do this show without them, and we appreciate them so much. Yeah, most certainly. Um, it's It's been at least two decades. Uh, I mean, we've worked with John for, well, really coming up on 26 years at least. And um, even back in the day when he was just off the square and uh, – you know he's his business has expanded and uh, he's he's really been there for many many years for us and along with all the sponsors that you hear um, you know we were kind of concerned earlier in the season about with COVID and you know to help um, cover local sports it obviously takes sponsors to be able to do that and we've had uh, a great year so we're we're very fortunate in that and can't thank all of our sponsors enough for that. Well, you were talking about they've been with us for two, what, two decades? Yeah, well, I think about 25 years at least, yeah. Well, that's about the time since you've won a pigskin pig. But let's go to our commissioner who's going to recap the year for us. And I do want to say that uh, many years ago, and this is before you and uh, Rod got with us, um, but Brian was the king of pigskin picks. He would always win. And I guess the idea he did that dominated for five, six years. He was That's hard he was to on his throne. <laughs> yeah. He was on his throne. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, things took a turn for the worse. And he just never could come back to it. And I don't know what it is about this year. Maybe it's COVID. But um, With he, Brian, and, Brian and Warren County, I think, both turned things around. Yeah, I think so. I think that must be it. But well, what are you picking, anyway. County? No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually worked with the commissioner to um, look back over the history so we can preserve the history of Pigskin Picks. Oh, boy. It goes back to 2008. That's when uh, that's the earliest that we could find that we had Pigskin Picks. And so I was able to put some information together, and the commissioner did as well. And, and so now we, instead of having to guess, we know who's won, when, and where, and, and that kind of thing over the years. Okay, well, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Just go ahead and finish up. <laughs> You've got everybody's who's won since 2008. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, I guess we need to turn it over to the commissioner. Well, it is with great pleasure and long overdueness is what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, wow, buddy. This year's official champion goes to Mr. Brian Barrett. He had an 86% win percentage, which is pretty strong. If he was a betting man, he would have made some money this year. So he won with a record of 108 and 18. The last few weeks, well, I guess this season, you have to go back and check who's playing, who's not playing. And, uh, of course, John, you came in second, three games behind, running on the hills all season long, an 84% win clip. So, I mean, 105 and 21 is nothing to – Most years, that wins it. Oh, yeah, you get out, you get triple digits, you win it. Uh, Rod came in third, 76% win percentage, and then I went from first to worst this year. So, yeah, I've, I've already made some off-season adjustments. I've got new statisticians and researchers to help me out. So, if we were not doing the Brady Bunch show tonight with all of us on the screen, I was going to give this to uh, Ryan. Oh, wow, that is nice. Man. First, it looks backwards to me. It says – WGNS Primetime Sports 
pigskin pick, perpetual trophy. So he only gets to keep it for the year. Oh, so and he has- it says at the bottom, I am the champion. <laughs> well, until I win it again, but that's okay. So what is that at the top? It looks like a, a cow? Was it's that- a pig. It's a what? It's a pig. Oh, pig. Okay. Pigskin picks. It's the golden pig. Now, you may be having a cow because Brian actually won, but no, yeah. it's a pig. Yeah. It's a pig. So... Yeah, well, you uh, you did a lot more. You did a lot more for him than he ever did for us on the trophies things. That's for sure. Well, you know, um, uh, along with that, you know, I, I felt like I needed to celebrate. You know, and uh, it's the first time since 2011 that I've won, and so uh, got a, a, a championship <laughs> ring. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> Oh no! I saw the my, my son found this online and 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 ordered it, and it's it's like a ring that fits on two fingers, but it's uh, but anyway. That that's impressive. That is impressive. Well, so I'm gonna, gonna wear that out now. Yeah, well, uh, wear the bling, John, right here. See. Oh yeah, man! Wow. Hey, uh, I've got a prediction. I think Clark will make a comeback next year. Mm-hmm. I think. I think being the commissioner has affected his game a little bit because there's so much responsibility and being the assistant commissioner doesn't really take up any time at all. And, uh, you know, so. Well, that's what happened to me. You know, um, I won until 2012 when you remember that little whippersnapper Rafferty Cleary, the two of you in 2012 were were co-champions. And then uh, our friend, the late Dennis Weaver won it in 2013. And, and then John just went on kind of a, well, you won one, and then it's been Clark Blair, Clark Blair, Clark Blair. You had 2018, though, I think, in there, John. And then uh, Clark won again last year. So I'm usually pretty steady. Yeah. I just didn't put a streak together like you and Clark have. And I'm, I'm just waiting for Rod to get that streak going. <laughs> I'm still trying. <laughs> well, it's always, it's always good fun. You know, we're always rooting for – uh, the Rufford County teams, we're always rooting for a home, you know, our home teams here. So uh, it's, it's just something fun to do. And uh, I enjoy it every year. Uh, but you're right. You try to keep up with the games, and it's been so challenging this year. It's been tough. We try to make picks, and then I have to take them off because they didn't play. It's just like this last week. We took, of course, we had to take a couple of games off because they didn't happen this week. So, but yeah, Brian had a, an, an amazing year. He, de- he deserves all the accolades he can get. Well, I'm not sure that I'm going to get very many here with this group, but... Um, well, let's don't go overboard, Clark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To give him, he's already got the big ring. We're getting the big head. We're setting him up for the fall. That's right. I, I do we like that. We're going to burst that bubble next year. I, I, I do. I, I applaud the effort there for a perpetual trophy. I think that's a great idea. We should have done it a long time ago, and that, that's just a, an awesome idea there, Commissioner. A golden pig. Well. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes Brian the, the golden oink master? Yeah, that, I think he, yep, oink oink. Yay. All right. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to say, Brian? Or No. No, I'm afraid that I, I'm speechless. But All right. it'll never happen again. <laughs> what little time we've got left here, let's talk a little bit about what 
we expect to see as the year progresses and make kind of some predictions. I think we'll get through basketball, and I think we'll get through softball and baseball and the and the spring sports. Uh, uh, Rod, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. And we're going to have our ups and downs like we did in football, but I think we will get to championships. And, hey, uh, I noticed uh, one of the coaches, state, the one state, they was talking about, you know, thanks, TSSAA, for the effort they put in and getting us through that because they had to work hard to set up the guidelines and uh, they were constantly having to make decisions and they gave our kids an opportunity to perform in the field and get close to what a normal school year gets up, you know, what it feels like to do and uh, actually to carry out their really one one of their dreams, especially to get out and play football for your high school. You know, I, I, I think when, we start the football season next year. If Clark, if everything can go well and this vaccine gets out there and 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 works like we are all praying that it does, next year's football season could look completely different. I mean, it could look very normal, but I think a lot more appreciation will go into being able to go to a game from now on. Don't you? Oh, I think that goes without saying. Uh, I think everybody's going to appreciate, like I said, whether it's the athletic side of it, school side of it, just the relationships. Uh, that we've we've had to miss or or change, and thinking about thinking about the spring and getting through it, you know, I think knowing the type of athletes that we have in Rufford County, I think we'll be looking at in the spring seeing Rufford County teams compete and win championships, whether it's baseball, softball, basketball, track, uh, boys soccer, uh, wrestling. You know, it's just the level of competition here puts us ahead in so many areas. You know, I think, too, that some things will will change, but some things will remain the same, I think. I think you'll see much more emphasis on cleanliness. You know, some of the things we've got in place will stay. Um, you know, so some of these things that we're doing are not bad things. You know, they're, they're good things. But I think that we'll be relaxed a little bit. But – Still, I think some of the things that we've installed or in, uh, initiated will remain the same, Clark. Well, I think they'll have to, and I think they will because nobody wants to go back. Nobody wants to go back to what we're dealing with right now. And so the little things that have been inconveniences, like you said, become a norm, and I'm okay with that. Uh, some of the stuff that we are having to deal with, you know, as far as like kids not drinking out of maybe the same water bottle. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, It's being spaced a little bit apart. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Fans being spaced, you know, a little bit apart. It's not gonna not gonna kill anybody. Now, do I hope we get rid of the mask? Absolutely, because I miss miss seeing kids smile. Yeah, I miss miss seeing kids even on the court. You know, when you're talking about kids, you know, you've got that feel even when you're playing. Something's not right. If we can get past that field, I think that'll be great. I'm thinking that as as we we move along from from one season to the next here in in in, in basketball, you know, even by softball and baseball season, Rod, you mentioned that when you get outdoors again. I mean, I, I, I seem to think that that's what aided football since it's an out, outdoor sport. I know a lot of the teams decided, you know, we're going to put our equipment outside and we're going to do weightlifting outside and, and different things like that. I, you know, I, I really have high hopes for um, that season in particular for sure this year. 
Yeah, and I think uh, things should be with more vaccine getting out, I think 20 million by the end of this year. And then uh, I heard third, like 30 million and then February, 50 more million coming out. And more people getting vaccinated, the less this is going to spread. And we'll have a really good chance of having more of a normal type uh, fall or spring season. And hopefully we can because those are the kids that really missed out last year. Well, I tell you, if, if you're if you're going to be uh, some of the things that we put in place again, uh, we'll we'll need to stay there. But I agree with you. Uh, uh, the it looks bright. The horizon looks good. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, at least, and we have survived. And I think we'll continue to survive. You know, Americans are are you know amazing people. We we know how to adjust and how to how to shift uh, things to help uh, get things in that we really feel important to us. And um, again, I think that's uh, one thing to, uh, to keep, keep in mind how we've managed that. And really hats off to administrators, Mr. Blair in here and, and uh, coaches and teachers. Boy, you just can't appreciate them enough of what they've done. And it's been crazy. And uh, hopefully that's going to settle down. John, we um... – take a little quick break here and i guess wrap things up it's hard to believe uh, last show but um we've got one last couple of minutes left here all right guys bring the handkerchiefs it's gonna be tough <laughs> stay with us Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. From personal tax preparation to business bookkeeping, payroll, and taxes, at Craig's Tax Service, our staff is here to help. Get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. As a former Seagull Star football player, I know the importance of the high school sports experience. Good luck to all county student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. One thing I want to make sure former Murfreesboro Electric customers do, go to the app store and download the My MTEMC app. We're talking with Amy Byers. Go ahead and download My MTEMC. Your sign-on, your login, everything you have as a Murfreesboro Electric customer is going to follow you as you become a Middle Tennessee Electric member. Download My MTEMC. From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. Is your saving for retirement strategy involving the phrase, I'll get around to it someday? If so, we need to talk. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and when it comes to meeting your goals, time can be on your side. 
and there's no better time than now to get started toward your retirement goals. Give us a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard. Balfour, Tennessee, online at BalfourTN.com. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. And welcome welcome back here to Primetime Sports. And fellas, uh, I guess this is it for another year. We will... Uh, be joining. Hopefully, y'all will be re-upping with us uh, for another year. And uh, it's been great. It's been crazy. It's been weird. But uh, man, we couldn't do it without you two weird guys. I mean, you know, you 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 guys. Well, we've enjoyed doing it, and it's, it's nice to see some other faces than the few that I see all the time. And uh, seeing you guys here and getting to talk and uh, talk sports, what we like, high school sports, and it's been. It's been kind of inspiring. Makes you feel good, and uh, and you've really become a technical anybody. genius, Rod. Yeah, I can do zoom. The year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, um, uh, Clark, as always, we appreciate you, and we'll be seeing you a little bit more on those coaches' corners. You know, we just kind of squeezing you in a little bit. It's more and more. That's how it happens. The next thing you know, you're doing a game in Siberia or something. I don't know, but. Right, Brian? <laughs> Taking a road trip, you know, yeah. Yeah. Getting stuck into a road to Maryville or Memphis. No, I'm okay. I'm good there. I just want to get back in the studio where we can aggravate each other after the show. Oh, yeah. That's that's definitely for sure. Brian, thank you, buddy, for everything this year. Yes, sir. And uh, this has been Primetime Sports. For Brian Barrett, Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, this is John Dinkins. So long, everybody. Till next year. Start your day with the Wake Up Room with John Dinkins, Brian Barrett, and Dalton Barrett. They're big. They're, They're big, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Oh, we said it at the same time. Oh, my gosh. We're finishing our own sentences now. Start your day. We have definitely been working too long together. News, traffic, weather, and fun. Well, that was good help for Dalton's age group and right. your age group. Right. You, know, you mentioned AARP and younger people. The Wake Up Room. <laughs> I hate you. Weekday mornings, 6 to 7.50 on News Radio WGNS. Where we're moving in 2020, I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Migration is among the things upended by the COVID-19 pandemic. Bankrate analysis of information from the Postal Service finds more people have been moving to the suburbs than moving in downtowns of cities this year. The housing market has been a strong feature of an otherwise unbalanced economy. Many homeowners now favor extra space over central locations while working from home and spending more time with family, including children 
children who may not be able to attend school in person. Texas and New York have seen more moving than any other states, the pattern led by people leaving city cores for outlying areas. As you might expect, New York City saw the most change of any single metro area, but as a state, Texas saw more shifting overall because of moves around Houston, Dallas, and Austin. Washington, D.C., North Carolina, and California rounded out the top five for move-outs this year. For more, check out Bankrate.com. I'm Mark Hamrick.